A Florida man broke into a home to hide from a ghost. A Florida man brought a sword into an urgent care facility. A Florida man wearing cat pajamas tried to kill his roommate. And a young Florida boy wins the National Spelling Bee. These are the weird stories for Friday on Weird AF News. They are all from one place, one place only. That is the state of Florida. Because on Fridays on Weird AF News, we only do weird news from Florida. We call it Florida Fridays on Weird AF News. Thanks for joining me. Let's do it. A Florida man broke into a home to hide from a ghost. How strange. You're supposed to run out of the house to get away from ghosts. Everybody knows that. We saw it in the movie Poltergeist. Although I think the ghosts followed them to a hotel, didn't it? I believe it did. Well, who can make heads nor tail of a Florida man's thinking and rationale process? There's usually flaca involved. So we have Florida man Andrew George. Oh, no. First name as a last name. Can't trust anybody with a first name as a last name. Can't trust a Florida man anyways. They're all on the drugs. Florida man Andrew George is in jail for breaking into a home. He claimed a ghost was chasing him. When asked, why did you break into a home? A ghost was chasing me. You never know what you're going to hear for an excuse when you ask a Florida man why they broke into a home. Could be they broke in to make pizza or clean the bathroom. This guy's running from a poltergeist. Florida man George was booked on counts of burglary, as they usually are. According to the arrest report, police were called to a Daytona Beach historic home. Oh, a historic home. That's where, you, that's where ghosts are usually located, George. Turned out to be a burglary. The officers arrived. They found a man later identified as the Florida man, George, laying on his back on the front steps of a historic home, covered in blood, crying out in pain. What happened? Florida man has an accomplice in this story, Natasha Kachuroy. Kachuroy. Natasha Kachagost. <laughs> I'm always amazed when a Florida man can even find an accomplice. I mean, how do you talk someone into going on your Florida man antics? Very persuasive sometimes, these Florida men. Hey, want to hang out with me? Yeah, we're going to break into a historic home and run from ghosts tonight. I have drugs. Want to join me? Do you have a felony criminal record? You will after tonight because you're my accomplice. Sign here, please. After speaking with Florida man George, Natasha, and several witnesses, police say... George and Natasha purchased a room at a nearby Travel Inn. Ain't nothing going on good at a Travel Inn in Florida. Those are usually haunted. They were in the room for about 30 minutes when they claimed they heard a window opening. They thought someone was trying to break into their room. And that's what happens when you take a lot of meth. You get paranoid. You think the government's chasing you. Now, Florida man and his accomplice ran out of the room, went to the front desk, spoke with the motel manager, and demanded a refund. They were refunded somehow. They were convincing. I'm going to guess a gun was involved. But moments later, this guy, Florida man, and Natasha, his accomplice, observed, quote, a shadow behind them, according to the documents. They thought the shadow was a person who was breaking into their motel room. The two ran across the street in an attempt to hide from the shadow, a.k.a. the ghost. The duo claimed they ran into a 7-Eleven and asked for some help with the shadow. And then they ran toward the Halifax Marina. Florida man George kept running around the marina's parking lot due to, quote, a ghost chasing him around the parking lot. He told the officers he was scared of the ghost and scared the ghost was going to harm him. So George jumped into the water to hide from the ghost. Wow, all these things to get away from a ghost. Running around a marina, jumping into the water. I mean, you could have used all this energy to get a job as a lifeguard instead. Get paid for running around and jumping into the water, George. What are you doing? Natasha thought George fell into the water because she's not really with it. She allegedly helped him out. 
That's nice of her. You want an accomplice that's going to help you out of the water because there's gators in there, gators and pythons and all sorts of stuff in the water. The two of them ran to a neighborhood across the street. Still fearing that he was being chased by the ghost, Florida man approached a few homes and banged on their front doors, screaming for help. Natasha, the accomplice, allegedly said at one point, Florida man George grabbed a chair and smashed it through one of the home's windows, then punched open another window. At any point, Natasha, did you think maybe I should walk away from the situation? This is love, guys. True love means we stick together even if I think a ghost is chasing me. Florida man got into a home. The people living inside the home called 911 and threatened to stab the Florida man with a kitchen knife if he did not leave. George allegedly told the police that he couldn't get into the home due to God telling him the female was a bad person to hang out with. What are you talking about Natasha? George, Natasha has stuck with you through thick and thin. I'm talking a seedy motel room where someone was breaking into you and then running around a 7-Eleven from a ghost slash shadow and then into a marina and then into the water. She even helped you out of the water and now you're telling the police a bad person is hanging out with you? She's, he's really throwing her under the bus here. Not very nice for a Florida man. Florida man George also informed the police officers that he heard children's voices and didn't want to scare any children. Well, when you're throwing chairs through windows, you're going to scare some children. George admitted to taking Molly, also known as ecstasy, and, quote, that is why he believes God was not protecting him from making bad choices. No, I'm going to tell you right now, this is not a Molly symptom. I've taken Molly many times. Never have I hallucinated like this. The, the hallucinogens are involved in this, is my opinion as a professional drug taker. <laughs> By the way, I don't recommend you guys taking these substances, nor does Weird AF News. I'm trying to save my, save my ass here. Um, by making a disclaimer here. But I will tell you this. If you take Molly, you will not uh, hallucinate that ghosts of children are chasing you. You will not. You will not. That's something else. A Florida man brought a sword inside of an urgent care waiting room. Are you guys familiar with urgent care? Some people live in other countries, perhaps don't have urgent care. This is sort of like a fast food version of a hospital. You get quick medical care in and out. You shouldn't go there for very serious injuries, though. Let's keep reading and find out why this guy brought a sword into an urgent care. Maybe the sword was in his belly when he brought it in, and then it's okay. A man is charged with carrying a concealed weapon after medical staff discovered him sitting in an urgent care waiting room with a sword. Uh, doesn't he know? Can't be carrying around swords in Florida. A gun is okay. You can carry that around starting July 1st without a permit, it seems. I can't wait to see what... The July version of Florida Friday is going to be after they make this law. Okay, so we have Coral Springs police officers were dispatched to an urgent care located on Westview Drive in response to a staff member who called the police claiming that a man was sitting in the waiting area with a large sword. Was it a ninja? <laughs> Samurai? Oh! Did this Florida man take so many chemicals that he thought he was William Wallace? Give me liberty or give me death. Is that what William Wallace said? I don't think so. He had a quote, though, in the movie. I don't remember what it was. I'm sure you'll call me and tell me. 646-450-2012. Okay, according to the police records, upon arrival, they were met at the entrance by a woman who claimed to be the man's wife. Okay. Uh, she confirmed that her husband had a sword in his possession. Uh, this Florida man also has an accomplice, apparently. He talked his wife into walking around the neighborhood with a sword somehow. The woman warned the officers he had a mental illness. No kidding, a mental illness walking around with a sword. Oh, I wouldn't have never thought that. 
Upon entering the waiting room, the officers noticed the Florida man sitting with an unknown object on his lap. It's not unknown. It's a sword. Oh, but it was concealed with a green cloth. He had a green cloth over his sword. Oh, is that a sword in your pants or are you happy to see me, Florida man? The records show the police approached the Florida man and inquired about the object, which he proceeded to uncover to reveal a sword. Oh, you'd like to see my piece? Oh, I'll show you my piece. Police are like, where did you get that sword, bro? He's like, I pulled it out of a stone in the forest. I'm trying to be King Arthur. Subsequently, the police instructed him to place the sword on the floor and to return to his seat, to which he complied, because he's an agreeable Florida man. With the sword finally secured on the waiting room floor, the arrest report says the officers took possession of it to identify it correctly, unwrapping it from the cloth and confirming it was a two and a half foot bladed sword with indiscernible symbols on the blade's bottom portion. Oh, I know what those symbols are. This is Excalibur, the famous sword. You must return it to the lady in the lake. (laughs) Did the police do so? Let's find out. You can't really go near a lake in Florida, though. You have to return it to the gator in the lake. (laughs) Stupid. After the discovery, the man was arrested and transported to police headquarters for booking procedures. During his interview at the police station, he stated that he had purchased the sword from a pawn shop just two days prior and had not brought the sword out in public until that day. Oh, he wanted to take it out for a spin in public. No, I didn't take out the sword until that day. Thought I'd swing it around a little bit in a medical center. I was going to go to the library after this because that's a good place for a sword as well, I find. The man went on to tell the officers he didn't want to leave his sword in his vehicle due to the fear that someone would steal it, that he did not have any intention of harming others with the sword and was unaware of the illegality of bringing it into the healthcare facility. Well, in defense of Florida, man, I mean, they don't realize that anything's illegal because you could just carry guns around. If you can carry guns around, you probably just assume you can carry anything around in Florida, you know, bring it into any facility whatsoever. I don't blame the guy. Says here the police decided to transport him to the Broward County Maine Jail. And this is a big problem that we have in the U.S. is that we're uh, criminalizing people who need uh, some mental health assistance. He should be brought to a mental health care facility and said instead we just throw him in jail. Uh, never going to fix the problem here. But the good thing is uh, we have a story here involving a Florida man and a sword and a facility filled with people. And everybody lived in this story. So this was a big success, I think, as far as Florida Friday stories goes. Yay! A Florida man in cat pajamas attempted to murder his roommate. Ah, you shouldn't live with a Florida man that wears cat pajamas. That's number one when it comes to shopping for a roommate. Uh, A Florida man is accused of stabbing his roommate at a home on Tuesday afternoon. The county sheriff's office said the suspect, 32-year-old Omar Gutierrez, was booked into the jail without incident on an attempted murder charge. When arrested, he was found wearing a cat onesie. You guys know what this is, a onesie? A full cat uniform. Um, Who knows what went on prior to the stabbing. Perhaps he was like, I told you to pay the rent and I want it paid meow. (laughs) Stupid. It says here the police rushed to a home Tuesday afternoon in Gainesville after a man called 911 to report that his roommate, 32-year-old Omar Gutierrez, 32-year-old Omar likes to wear cat onesies and who knows what else. These furries are out of control, I tell you right now. He's identifying as a cat, uh, which I'm, I'm fine with. Just don't be stabbing people as you identify as a cat. That's just straight up weird. He stabbed the guy in the, in the neck. Come on, man. You stab your roommate in the neck. What the hell? Um... Uh, 
Omar, Florida man slash cat boy, was booked into the jail on one count of attempted murder. I'm looking at a photo of him. He looks insane, and he's wearing a cat onesie. I mean, where do these people come from? I, I just don't get it. What is in the water in Florida? It says uh, we have the the victim when the police arrived was severely bleeding on the ground, but was able to walk out of the home. Deputies directed commands at the suspect. Eventually, Florida man Gutierrez and the cat onesie emerged from another spot in the house. It says here he was wearing what appeared to be cat pajamas or a cat onesie. They want you to know that it's um, a, a cat onesie. It's a very important aspect of the story. He was taken into custody. Still doesn't say why he stabbed his roommate. Perhaps the roommate didn't change his litter box. I don't know. Uh, maybe the, maybe he was like, yeah, I told you no more dry food, bitch. Yay. A smart boy from Florida won the National Spelling Bee. How about this? A nice, happy, good-feeling story out of Florida. There's not many. I had to dig around for this. We have a boy, 14 years old, from Largo, Florida, named Dev Shah. Um, there's a photo of Dev here. It's a young boy. Wow, he's, he's basically in tears as he wins the Spelling Bee. Good for him. He won the Scripps National Spelling Bee Finals on Thursday. That was yesterday, June 1st, in Oxon Hill, Maryland. Dev Shah, a 14-year-old from Florida, has won the 2023 Scripps National Spelling Bee. Good for you, kid. Let's find out what he won. It says here, the winning word was Samophile. Samophile? P-S-A-M-M-O-P-H-I-L-E. I've never even seen this word before. Wow, what a smarty. It's got two M's in the middle, which would have thrown me. Samophile? I don't even think I'm saying it correctly. Never seen this. It's it's a noun that is used to describe animals and plants that prefer to live in sandy soil environments, according to Merriam-Webster's famous dictionary. Have you heard of that one? I used to have one. Shah is an eighth grader from Largo in the Tampa Bay area. Among other words that Shah spelled, wow, look at these words. How does this kid know these words? 14 years old from Florida. I don't even know. I mean, this kid really sticks out in Florida, I have to tell you. Um, here are some of the words. Poliorcetics, poliorcetics. I didn't say that right. Agagris, agagris, agagris. Giving up. Shister, 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 hatches, shister, shister, hatches. Oh man, I'm so dumb. I can't say this word either. How does this boy know these words, man? What a genius! Guess how much cash he won. Good for you. Dev, $50,000 cash prize. Not enough to get you out of Florida, I don't think, but, you know, maybe maybe you can, uh, maybe, just put it towards college, bro. He's probably going to get scholarships. This kid is very, very smart. It's nice to know that there's someone like this in Florida. Uh, now, according to this year's Spelling Bee, this was Shah's third and final entry. I guess you only can participate three times in the National Spelling Bee. Shah previously competed in 2019 and 2021. The spelling bee began in 1925 and is open to students through the eighth grade. Actually, it's open to people from all around the world. It says 11 million students entered the spelling competitions. 11 made the finals. Imagine that. You're 11 out of 11 million. I can't do the math on that one, but that's a very small percentage. Here's a quote from Florida boy, genius. He said, it's surreal. My legs are still shaking. <laughs> oh, this kid's awesome. Really awesome. I can't even spell like banana. I think I can. B-A, it's B-A-N-N, B-A-N-A-N-N, banana, B-A-N-N-A, N-N-A, N-A-N-N-A, 
or double A, double N A N A. There's there's like three. Is there four N's in banana? No, there's three, I believe. Maybe there's two. Is there two in banana? Is it B A N A N A? Banana. B A. Oh boy. Yeah. Eighth graders can outspell me clearly. Yay! Florida man's back in town. Florida man's back in town. The Florida man. The Florida man's back in town. <laughs> Thin Lizzy, anybody? <laughs> I just discovered that the lead vocalist for Thin Lizzy is a black man, which just totally surprised me. I had no idea. I watched a live YouTube concert, Thin Lizzy, and man, that guy can really play bass as well. He's a man. He's he plays bass and sings lead. I was so impressed with that. Some great songs, guys. Check out Thin Lizzy. They had some hits. They had some hits. I believe they're from the UK too. He had an accent. I'm just everything about it was surprising. Anyways, that's just what I like to do. Just go in, go into these YouTube holes, just watching old concert footage. It's it's all in there, man. I watch a ton of Led Zeppelin too. Oh, so many great Led Zeppelin concerts are on YouTube, all for free, man. Thank you to YouTube, just really changing my life in a positive way. Okay. Um, I diverge. I diverge. I di- I digress. Not not diverge. I kind I kind of did diverge by going and talking about Thin Lizzy. That was very divergent, I believe. I think I'm using these words right. Don't ask me to spell diverge. Cannot do it. Um, anyways, I hope you guys are enjoying your weekend, or you did enjoy your weekend, or you're going to enjoy your weekend. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Florida Friday, and thank you to everyone who sent me Florida articles. Very very helpful. You can always email me things to funnyjones at gmail.com. Please follow me on Instagram at funnyjones. Keep up with me if you'd like and uh, find out where I'm doing stand-up comedy shows. I got a new patron. Uh, Ashley Jen joined the Patreon. Give it up. Give it up for Ashley Jen. Oh, round of applause. How about that? Ashley Jen stepping up her contribution here. Stepping up her level of support for Weird AF News, not just being a loyal listener, but deciding to be a patron, which is just unbelievable, and I'm so grateful. I'm grateful for all my patrons uh, for helping pay the bills, such as uh, keeping the electricity going in the closet and for paying for the website, weirdafnews.com. Yes, had to do that. I have to pay for hosting and whatnot, and we, we do that. We keep it going. If you haven't checked out the website, weirdafnews.com, there's, there's some stuff on there. You can submit articles to me. You can, uh, what, you, can, you can buy me a coffee on there. You can listen to episodes on there. I think you can see a picture of me as well. That's, uh, but you can see pictures of me uh, elsewhere. That's not a big thing. Anyways, please consider supporting the show with uh, your generosity. Um, if you cannot, then it's very helpful if you told a friend about Weird AF News. We spread the word by telling our friends and arresting officers about Weird AF News. People need to know about it. It's a nice, it's a nice alternative to the mainstream news, which is, can kind of be depressing. Not to say that Florida news can't be depressing, because it can. It's, it's pretty sad what's going on over there. But, you know, we all feel good hearing the Florida man stories, saying to ourselves, hey, thank God, thank goodness my neighbor isn't a Florida man. Thank goodness I don't live in Florida, although some of you do. I don't know how you do it. Please have insurance. Please have insurance. All right, I guess I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave you now. Uh, with all of that. And, and I love you very much. And I hope you're safe. And I hope you're happy. Uh, call me. Call me sometimes. Tell me. Jonesy, this is Leah from Tennessee. I just have a quick note. I heard a voicemail that someone else uh, left you on Florida Friday about Texas Tuesday. And I just have to second that idea. I think it would be amazing because Texas is just about as crazy as Florida as we are. So, I um, hope you have a great weekend and good luck with your life, man. 
What's that? What's that? Oh, oh, I'm on. Oh, hi, this is Taylor Swift, and I'm just calling to let all the Twisties out there know that I'm 100 supportive of the adult vipers at my show, 100%. I'm actually surprised that anyone has any moisture left in their bodies because of all the tears and screaming and crying that you're doing at the show. But if you need the adult diaper, I'm 100% supportive. And if you forgot to put one on before coming to the show, you can go to my merchandise table and buy one. They're only $18. You can purchase one, make your way to the little girl's room, and then put it on. And just think, you'll be sitting on my face for the entire show. <laughs> yeah. Now, as to the question of whether I'm wearing one, well... I'm not going to speak to that directly, but, you know, I am running around on the stage, exercising, sweating a lot, so I'm doing lots of costume changes, and, well, I could kind of get in the way, so, well, I'm just not going to go there. But anyway, I'm 100% supportive of my twisties and whatever decision they it's a long show. If you want to wear adult diapers, then you can either bring your own or get one at my merch table. Yay! So, go Twisties, and what's the time? Good luck in your life with every what do you want to do with it, man. Yay! Go Weirdos, go Jonesio, and go Ridgies. Yay, Twisties! Hello, Jonesy. I just must say that I think your Kiwi accent is just fine. I don't know why anyone would want to make fun of it. As far as the airline stories where the airlines want to weigh the people before they get on the plane, I think the best way to do this would just to be put a scales underneath that x-ray machine. You know, the one where you get in the hands up, squat on the pot position. People wouldn't even know they were being weighed at the same time that they were going through and getting their x-ray. I understand there are some people that don't pass through that, that they have to walk through people in wheelchairs, etc. But when they walk through that turnstile, they could have scales underneath of that, and people wouldn't even be aware that they were being weighed at that very moment. If you don't tell people something, they wouldn't know. Secondly, you have a story about Kiwis. Hell pizza. I've had the displeasure of eating hell pizza before. And whether you pay for it now or pay for it later, you'll pay for it one way or the other with your indigestion. So I would say it's not good to eat necessarily, but you don't really want to eat it at all. Here's the problem. It tastes like bloody hell. And secondly, it's always burnt. All right. Good luck with your life, man. Now have a good weekend.